Welcome to Leaving the Yard. Zach and the Professor here on the Fan 1079. We're going to try to get a full show in today, but, 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 not even sure our phones work. And that's a problem because we have a scheduled interview with Mo Williams at 530 this afternoon. And, um, yeah. Phones are a little sketchy sometimes here. A lot of good things about the Anheuser-Busch uh, uh, Michelob Ultra Fan Cave. Uh, name them. Name them for me. Uh, the Give stools. Me. I like stools. I like stools. sitting on stools. I uh, I like the motif that the Anheuser-Busch motif? put up. The, the, the deco is outstanding. What's deco? It's decorations. Uh, deco short for decorations. I don't know if Decage. you know that. But anyway. Uh, yeah, that's two uh, things. There, there's uh, That clock works up there. I bought it. <laughs> <laughs> hung it up there at least clock. twice a year it works or <laughs> twice <works>. a day <laughs> that, that clock works up there but we've got the, yeah. we've got a lot of sports memorabilia we, that's part of the decor that is very cool yeah well no no the, the, the decor I consider is the uh, the wrap from uh, Michelob Ultra but anyway that, that's all cool that's all good stuff okay the phone's not. <laughs> phones are the worst. Day one that we've come onto this presentation. No, no, that's not true. They changed the phone. We got a new phone. We have the old phone system sitting right here still. But it's they brought sure in this new it? one, and this new one is seems like garbage. the entirety of our time in this particular uh, studio we've had str- have struggled with the phone because it's garbage. Okay, I'm but it's, I don't think it's really the phone. I think it's it's part of the the whole. The board. The board. The board. I don't think the board is exactly right either. <laughs> so we talked about all the, nice the positive things. Yeah, we've always They're struggled. all window dressing, actual nuts and bolts. We need a phone. Well, it may be working fine. I don't know. Call us. Let us know. With us, we were the nuts. And <laughs> he was the bold. Yeah, 903-735-9905. If it works, it'll be a miracle. And we'll consider it part of the yeah. uh, the Christmas miracle season. Uh, what's that number once again? I'm going to call. 903-735-9905. That's going to help you, Annie. You're Uh-oh. right here. Okay. It's somebody from the outside. Falk. I need to be able to get Falk. That's, that's long distance. Hey, now we're going to. Falk long distance. Our man's coming through right now. That's Jordan Angel. Can you hear me, Jordan Angel? Well, Either A, he's not talking, he's playing games, or B, <laughs> as suspected, the we phone, phone doesn't work. Wow, it's too bad we're not getting to talk to Angel. <laughs> <laughs> See, Angel's going to take you, you set up this whole shtick. I did not. To, to, uh, what's that word of the year? Gaslit him. <laughs> Gaslight Hey, no, it's not working. Who gaslights an angel? Nope. I told you. I knew it. Jordan, I appreciate you calling. And one more time. Well, here, I'm, I'm going to text the, the, the tech witch. You need to text. She needs a writer broom in here and fix this. 
Unbelievable. I think I'm taking Wednesdays off from now on. Can we take off Wednesdays? Well, that's your plan in education. I know. It's always been your plan. This is, and I'm seeing, I'm in a bad mood now. I'm irked already early on. I'm irked at the, I'm, we're not even five minutes in. I got irk going on. What is Can that? you even use that as a noun? I'm irked or I have irk going on. I don't on. think irk's a word. Yeah, it's you a word. You got name Urkel. It's a name. No, it's, it's a, a proper name. It's a word. I'm irked. It's like yeah. mirth. I don't have mirth right now. I have irk. Well, that I'm familiar with mirth. I'm yeah. a big mirth fan. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I yeah. used to be. There's no more mirth. Now there's just irk. Well, I don't know about your irk, but uh, it's still a joyous day. It's Wednesday, and... Uh, My puppy got fixed today. Oh, that's not good. She's... No. Oh, it's a she. It's a she. I thought we were just fixing all the boy dogs. We're fixing the grill dogs, too, now? I'm fixing any dog that I have possession of. Well, you're a regular Bob Barker. I am you? Bob Barker, yes. You just walk around neutering and spading and all that. Spading and neutering. That's my thing. Wow. Wait till tomorrow's class comes in. There's going to be a lot of new response from the uh, the tech witch yeah. here. Let's see. Let's see what that says. Uh, well, i got to get into my phone uh, here where first. Your, put your glasses on. She won't, which ones? Uh, I'm going to write the studio line. There we go. Which one? Do we care about the office number? Well, no, I'm, I'm guessing she, she thought maybe the phone we do the Facebook with. It appears to be working today. I'm sure it is. And so that's a good part. It's the least essential of the things that we need for this. She's asking open-ended question. What's it doing? Not working. Okay. According phone to phone works, it's not coming through the board. Huh. Phone works, not coming through the board. I want to get yeah. specific yeah. here. No, that's right. Before she starts laughing at me. No, no, that's good. <laughs> she's got 24 minutes to fix that. Oh, she's got you know, we should be grateful. She's in the studio quite a bit. <laughs> we should be grateful for the tech witch. I'm very grateful yeah. for her. I'm not grateful for this phone system, I'm telling you. Makes uh, me unhappy. Anyway, appreciate you uh, joining us today. Are you speaking to me or those? Not that really you. <laughs> maybe you're the only one I'm talking to today, since we may not be able to get Mo Williams uh, on. Oh, man. No Mo. Stinks. Uh, by the way, tomorrow we have uh, not... Not uh, on the station, but you and I are going to be doing some college basketball tomorrow over at Tamu T. We, we are. I'm looking forward to it. Getting the Rams of Hudson Tillotson. Is that how you pronounce that? Rams. I thought it was Houston. Rams. Houston Tillotson. I. That's what I say. They don't know how to say it. We encountered that a year ago with a baseball player. Like, they, how do you say this? They're like, we don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's on the old school. Didn't say it however you want to. Houston Tillotson, Hudson Tillotson, Huston Tillotson. It doesn't seem to make any difference. See, it looks like Huston to me. I know. Yeah. I know. But somebody told us Houston. They yes. said the website even has to pronounce it for you. Yeah, well, whatever. So uh, We're doing that tomorrow night. Doing the guys game. When we get out of here. Looking forward to it. We're going to get over much part of the girls game, too, because A&M they go overtime again, yes. A&M girls are playing well right women. now. Women. They're women. Well, you said girls, so you got me saying girls. They're women. Yes, they're women. Yeah. And they're doing very well. Yes. They are uh, now – I love the RV. If you've ever looked at the rankings before, at like the uh, Red River Athletic Conference rankings, and you go through them and you're like, okay, well, here's our standings. And the Eagles sit at uh, number one in the standings right now in the conference. Yeah. And you got an RV next to their name. It took me the longest time to figure out what is RV supposed to be. What does that mean? Receiving yeah. votes. 
They're not in the top 25, but they have received top 25 votes. I thought they had one of those recreational vehicles or something. but They do not. They're receiving votes. So they're not in the top 25. Not yet. But they're receiving. Is this the women's or men's team that's RVing? Yes. Both are RVing. Both are RVing right now. Okay. So. Well, I'm proud to know. By the way, the tech which says she's resetting the board right now. That's good. So that's, this is why. That's why I like having headphones on because when they reset <laughs> the board and the electricity shoots through it, I want my entire eardrums to be this blown. This is why out of we think she she operates black magic. She's not even in the room, and yet she's resetting the board. I'm just whatever. <laughs> I'm in that mood now. But you're always in a mood these days. You're, I'm not you came in, in a here, mood right now. You though. came in here the other day complaining of ailments. That you're getting ailments. on up. Yeah, you had all kinds yeah, of my ailments. Hip bothering me. My yeah. hip's still bothering me. So I, I think, think I figured out the hip, though. Because, I mean, at first I thought, oh, my God, because I got the hand. Yeah. And I'm like, arthritis in the hand is what the doctors kind of said. You may have arthritis starting. So now the hip. Um, now I've got the Google thing of, oh, my God, my arthritis is spreading. It's gone from my hand to my hip what do you in mean a the week. Google thing. Well, you start looking at you know, Google MD oh, or whatever, and now you you got everything. Got leprosy. <clears throat> so now I thought, oh, I'm going to try it again. Jordan's going to try Maybe one more time. Okay. I think I hear him. Is that Jordan? Here. I hear him. All right. Tech Witch has done her job. Wow. And is. She has made Jordan Angel come alive. That's in fact, I'm going to say this. She ought to take vacation this month. Well, she ought to, but I doubt she will. We'll see. It's on her schedule. We'll see. We'll see. Now, Jordan. Yo. You're still there. I'm still here. So, are you like the PGA, or are you downplaying uh, people who are going to uh, terrible places to play soccer? Uh are you down now? He's not going to get much coverage. I mean, he'll play in front of like 20,000, 25,000 teams and he'll sell out wherever they go. But Well, I would say the MLS gets 35, 40 most places. Where? It's more international. It's more internationally relevant. But who's got a 35,000 uh, average attendance in MLS? Uh, Seattle, Portland, Atlanta. I don't think those are big, are they? Oh, yeah. I'm sure Austin, if they built it big enough, is probably 35,000. They all built around 20,000. They're all like 20 over in Dallas, aren't they? they uh, Atlanta plays where the Falcons play. Oh, 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 hang up. All right. Atlanta... 43,000, 44,000. This is 2021 number. Average, but they're still, yeah. Number and, two. And they haven't been very good the past few years. Number two is Seattle, 25,000. Okay, that's what I'm used to. And Portland and FC Cincinnati are all 21,000. That's about what. And there's nothing Those are fine crowds. That means it's a healthy league if you're averaging that. Yeah, but that's average attendance. Right. Yeah. I'll give you that. So, 30,000 seed stadium here. All those stadiums will be there, but that won't be their average attendance because it's one off game. No? Where are you at? You're you're having troubles there. I just got just got out of the car. Sorry. Okay. It's like a northern wind's blowing. Where he's 
Oh, there was my electric surge. I told uh, you. I told you it was coming. I just got the surge. I probably lost Jordan now. <laughs> walking in the breeze or something. Yeah, I'm getting rid of that. All right, there you go. Bye, Jordan. I don't know what he's doing, but it's, you not, just hung up on Jordan. it's not for radio. I don't know what he's doing. You hung up on Jordan? No, now I did. Wow. Well, because he's he's walking. If oh. you're doing this, you got to do this. Uh-oh. We the got more people. In, uh, this is the uh, reinforcements. The alternate. No, you're not a tech witch. You? Yeah, I just heard my ears <laughs> pop. Yeah. Okay, should be okay. Well, it was reset before. Jordan was just calling us. No, that was the phone. She said y'all said it was the board. Well, it wasn't running through the, the board. The phone wasn't coming through the board. And the phone wasn't coming through the front door. Either way. Let's see if he... Thank you, D.D. See if he's back in. Are you settled in now, Jordan? Comes down here. We're big town. I'm here. I'm here. We get K-Toy in here. Wow. K-Toy in the house. Oh, boy. All right. Jordan's back now. Settled in without walking now. Yep, I'm here. All right. Sorry about that. That's fine. Jordan broke today to me. Bobby Petrino's back on the bike, and he's headed... To A&M, that's your source, that he's turned down UNLV and is going to A&M? Well, that's what I got an ESPN notification about, that he's leaving UNLV and will become the OC at A&M. So you mean somewhere else? Yeah. I I can't believe that Bobby P would is not a man of his word. It's crazy, isn't it? Because Chuck Zach's a big fan of Petrino, and he's going to—he's going to doubt him now that no. he did something like no, that. No, 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 no. But I tell you what—it's—it's it's what I want to chew on. When we come back from the break. I got a break coming up, Jordan. That is actually big news to talk about, as opposed to the Ronaldo okay. thing, which was not. But thank you for making sure our phones work, so we can I'm actually get Mo Williams on. You, I've done your part. Thank you, sir. You'll never walk alone, gentlemen. That's what I'm. That's what I'm counting on. I'm alone. <laughs> oh, I'm alone a lot. Trust me, happens all the time. All right, let's take the break. It's about 14 after. We will certainly come back and talk about Bobby Petrino and the uh, jilting, rather abrupt, but yet fully in character decision. Has there ever been a jilt in Vegas before? I think there's been a few. Tilting and jilting, I think, has probably happened in Vegas. We'll take a break. We'll come right back. Leaving the yard. Zach Fesser on the fan, 1079. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Hello, Arklatex. Mike Gillum here saying thank you. Thank you for voting Gillum Hearing Center Best Hearing Center again in the Texarkana Gazette's Reader's Poll. We value our patients' experience and gladly accept insurances, United Healthcare, and True Hearing. So call us for a no-charge hearing screening at 903-832-4327. That's 903-832-4327. Today we decided to walk to school. At the corner, we waited to cross the street. The stoplight counted down. 15, 14... 
31? I mean, 13? We took a left on Carroll Garden Street. Garden Street? Loud music was coming from a car. Danny's a smart kid, but he gets so distracted. There were so many other sounds. I didn't know what to focus on. Danny, Earth to Danny. Suddenly he realized he forgot his homework again. I left my homework on the table. At the school steps, we hugged goodbye. I really hope he doesn't have another bad day at school today. When you can see learning and attention issues from their side, you can be on their side. That's why there's understood.org, a free online resource for the parents of the one in five kids with learning and attention issues. Get personalized recommendations, practical tips, daily access to experts, and more. Go from misunderstanding to understood.org. Brought to you by Understood and the Ad Council. Prepare for the future and reach your full potential at Liberty ILO ISD. At Liberty ILO, our educators will assist your child to become a college graduate and or career ready. We believe a safe and secure environment provides the peace of mind necessary for the pursuit of excellence. Our school environment gives our students and staff the freedom to pursue and achieve the highest levels of performance. As we say at Liberty ILO, leopard pride never dies. Back. 18 minutes after 5 o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor here on the Fan 107.9. Phone's apparently working, so Mo Williams from uh, Falco will join us here in about uh, 13, 14 minutes. Now, before we jump on to the uh, Petrino motorcycle and see where it's headed next. I don't like this. Hmm. Uh, mm. I want to give a big shout-out. You know, it's the first year. I want to say thank you to our sponsors, the, the good folks over at Fast Signs hanging around with us, Party Factory, uh, you got your Stuart title. Uh, who else? I'm, I'm looking at some high-tech signs. High-tech signs. Yeah, they're all part of this. We always want to say thank you to those folks. And, of course, Michelob Ultra. We mentioned them several times in the first segment, but I didn't want to leave our other fine sponsors. Sad. We haven't seen Chris Ross with Christmas cheer this Here's year. Here's the deal. We'll see Chris Ross come baseball and playoff season of mm-hmm. hockey. He can now combine the two. Before he come in here and do hockey talk with us, yeah. Plow, but now that his son's a big stud baseball player, I bet we can get Ross on talk some baseball. Probably, I figure he may start becoming a semi regular on the uh, Friday morning edition. Really, yeah, Razorback Billy, and we talk Texas high. That'll get Ross Wait, in here. Billy's going to give up some of his mic time. So I went over to Texas High last night, watched uh, the game that unfortunately here. Radio, we didn't get a chance to uh, broadcast. But what, what happened? There? Technical issues, we, technical problems. We had them on. Yeah, and then all of a sudden we didn't. Yeah. Well, Keith, Keith was using Skype. Skype requires internet. Sparklight killed our internet after five thirty or whatever time it was. They, well, just, the, they decided, well, this is not. It's a business that's shut down now for the day, so we'll go ahead and, and work what? on the. Yeah. There's a lot of geniuses. We're just getting limited internet. There's now? a lot of geniuses running a lot of companies around here. Right. But anyway, well, that's insane. So, so I went over and, and watched uh, almost the end of Texas. I watched till the end of the third quarter, and I, I bailed on it. Um, I don't know what it is Lavender's saying. He's doing the mic now. He's doing the PA for the uh, the the, the, the yeah. basketball games. He's so I'm standing there talking to Jerry Stanford and. Billy's highly, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, he's not educated, so keep going. 
<laughs> wow, that was hard. sought after. No, theatrical. Theatrical, yes. Yeah, he's very theatrical. Yes, highly theatrical. So I'm I'm watching, kind of out of one eye. Well, I'm talking to Jerry out of the other. You know, look, you know, I'm standing at the edge of the court, and for <laughs> things he's looking at a cock out. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Marty Feldman. He's looking at Marty Feldman's. He's got here. And go uh, back for a reference, why don't you? Kid, kid <laughs> makes a free throw for the Tigers, and Billy makes this weird noise. I got no idea what he's doing. He's probably slurping a drink. Now. I thought, like, all right, well, that was kind of weird. Well, I kid misses the other one, so I don't hear a noise again. Kid steps up to the line later on. The different kid makes a free throw. I hear that noise again. I don't know what he's. What is he doing? Maybe he's got a nickname or something. No, no, it's not like a word. Maybe. It's not. It's just a noise. I'm just saying a nickname that has a noise that it goes with it. Like what? Oh, that's uh, Billy Fart Smith. <laughs> he wasn't farting. He was making a noise like. Whoosh. I don't know what that was. If that's supposed to be like you swish the. Uh, Sneeze Simpson or something. It was bizarre. So anyway. Now I gotta I gotta find out when I when I see him next time like what was that noise you're making what's that supposed to be I don't know I couldn't tell if it was like a jet flying by or a sneeze or a jet sound that's yeah I think that guy played for the Mavericks back in the day <laughs> so anyway we got that going on too uh, so are you are you ready to I was ready you got me off on lane change on Petrino now this is this is favorite pinatas of all times, Bobby Petrino. And when he loves one up like this, you can't help but just tee off. It's, he puts it on a tee. That's what he does. He puts it right on a tee. Now, I, look, look, taking the job at UNLV when his when, buddy Barry Odom yeah, decided to be the head coach over there. Supposedly, he was already in contract talks with A&M at the time. Right. And so it came as a surprise to many of us in this business that UNLV was the announcement. Yeah, yeah, no, I get that. Um, I, I was, I was actually taken aback by that. Like, yeah, what? Shot. That's a shocking job. That he's had a relative nearby in like South Dakota or somewhere. Sure. It was a shorter. Everything commute. out there in the West is close. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then we get this to Aggie money can make you forget your family. <laughs> What do you think he's getting? Oh, I don't know. He's he's making two, three, something like that. Jimbo's throwing is, him a bone. Is any assistant in America making three? I don't know, but I wouldn't be surprised if Petrino wasn't now. I would. You know, I I wonder if it, at Alabama, like when Jimbo was there, some of those guys were there. If they weren't pulling in that kind of money, no, 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 no. I think at one time Chad was like the highest paid. Yeah, no, I could see and that. Back then, it was only one point five. I think there's a few over two now. I'm betting, though, I mean, as bad as the Aggie offense was this year, and they're giving, what, seven and a half to Jimbo? Or ten? Is he getting ten? Yeah, he's like at ten now or eleven. Yeah, oh, you give three to Bobby just to save the yeah, thing. Yeah, the LSU job got him big raise. This is this is the investment in saving Jimbo's job is what yeah. you're doing. Well, now you're trying to not have to eat the Jimbo contract. Well, that's what I mean. Well, more importantly, you're trying not to admit you were wrong about Jimbo. And then have to pay another guy. So I'll take three, because three probably saves you four. Don't you think? Mm, yeah. You pay three, you don't have to hire a new head coach yet. You'd at least have to pay seven four. Well, and you got to pay Jimbo off. That's, well, yeah, you're going to pay that anyway. Like 60 or whatever. You're going to pay that anyway. But I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking three pays you, saves you four. 
So to see Bobby take this job now, has he even did he even land in Las Vegas? Did he even go and play craps or something just for a weekend? Or did he just, you know, get people excited like I'm coming to Vegas and then turn around and decide, nah, never mind. It's so in character, though. It's just, it's almost cliche now. Oh, hey, Bobby left somebody else at the altar and jilted him and moved on. According to USA Today on uh, December 8th of last year, 22nd, no, right. 22, uh, Todd Malkin, the OC at Georgia, 2005. So, All right, so a little over $2 million. Uh, Jim knows Ohio State, D.C., $1.9. So $2 million. $2 million is a going price for Barry Odom was getting $1.85. Okay. Uh, let's see. Madhouse, LSU, OC, 1.8. So. Yeah, so they're in the two range. So that's, yeah, that's the that's, top of the assistance. That's what was kind of two is what right. I was And so I'm curious Two and, to and a half, and I bet needs two five. It'll be interesting to see. Because any of those other guys you just mentioned, it, give me that list again. Right. Monken was a head coach. Yeah. Uh, Jim Knowles. I don't know Jim Knowles. Uh, Barry was obviously Barry Odom was obviously Madhouse at LSU. I'm trying to remember where Madhouse was before. I don't know. Wasn't he the guy at Cincinnati that they brought down? Maybe, this but year? not a head coach. No, but he was. I think the OC right, 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 right. at Cincinnati yeah. with Ritter and took. Yes. Yeah. Which, by the way, if you didn't see this, the DC at Cincinnati just took the job in Wisconsin. Yeah. So Luke Fickle got his DC to go yeah. with him now. Well, I'm sure he paid him an ass. Uh, I'm betting you. Well, I don't know how much. They OC pay at uh, OU is one uh, eight. Say that's, but Pacino's bigger name. He is. I, I think he's two and a half. He. What I think why Bobby Petrino fits good in um, College Station is he's not that far in what he does from what Jimbo does. Jimbo doesn't live with a mobile quarterback spread offense. Bobby doesn't have to have that. Bobby's offense is a balanced attack. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't hurt him to have a big uh, athletic quarterback, but he likes big quarterbacks. Yeah. He's always succeeded with big quarterbacks. Yeah. Brom kids. Yeah, Those Brom kids. Yeah. Uh, the Mallet kid, obviously, right. was uh, all that. Uh, and so I think for Bobby, uh, it's a good match to be with Jimbo. They're not that far apart. Uh, Jimbo probably just needs to get away from it, get away from the play calling. And that's what Pacino's going to do. Yeah. He'll be calling the plays. Get away from the uh, uh, game planning. I think that's where Jimbo's struggling. I think Petrino will mix enough new stuff in uh, with it that if he can maintain some of that talent that they brought in. But, you know, they've lost a little already because the portal's already hit them a little bit. But. Yeah, but they'll... Petrino going over there. There'll be yeah. some guys that yeah. fit that bill that'll think Petrino's the guy for them. You roll out the resume of here's quarterbacks I had, yeah. here's receivers I had, here's where they went to the league. Yeah. I'll get you there too. Which is, but you know, that's what supposedly Jimbo had, but he just wasn't getting it done. Well, I'm not throwing dirt on Jimbo, but I told you, I don't know that. The Dave Campbell's piece, we've talked about it before. The Dave Campbell's piece a few years ago where they ran a poll of high school coaches about college coaches you trust the most, coming in, talking to your kids, and college coaches you trust the least. 
and Jimbo was the top of both lists. Yeah, but I think a lot of that has to do with this is a fractured state that's got a 50. Half the folks that are college coaches in this state love A&M. Half of them love Texas. I know. It's a, but I you're looking out for your kids at the end of the day. If I'm a coach, I'm a high school coach, and you're, you're asking me which of the guys from college – the college program coaches coming to your place, do you trust or taking care well, of your kids? Half of them say that Jimbo's the guy, and the other half of them, and I know it's not a half. Before we're, I we're open the door to uh, a Skip Bayless-type pummeling, I think there's a lot of college coaches, to, I mean high school coaches today, and I think the vast majority still look out for the kids. But a lot of them see a stepping stone in high school now that they look out for themselves more and more. The high school coaches. Yeah. And so an alliance with Jimbo and an alliance with whoever's at Texas at that time can help you get to that next level. Oh, I I understand that. I get that. There's a a select few. We'll come back. We got got to get Mo Williams. I don't want to keep him waiting. We're going to get Mo Williams on here. We'll, uh, it's 29 after 5 o'clock. Leaving the yard, Zach and the professor here on the fan, 107.9. Falks girls basketball coach Mo Williams to join us next here on Leaving the Yard. This up and down economy with a sense of protecting every penny you worked so hard for to achieve the all American dream. Let Stuart Title, with over 150 years title experience, handle every step of the closing process to give you peace of mind. The vast resources and customer experience is second to none. If it's your first house, commercial real estate transaction, or refinance, Stuart Title Texarkana will provide that peace of mind. Call 903 832 3720 to schedule your time today. Look local first, and you are helping our community. Small business rely on us to look local first, and your support is truly appreciated. Pecan Point Brewing and Gastro Pub is the perfect place to unwind with a handcrafted beer or cocktail in a family atmosphere. Join them on a Whiskey Wednesday for happy hour from 4 to close. Pecan Point Brewing. 213 Main Street in downtown Texarkana. As we age, we sometimes need some extra help. Call Sitters LLC. They'll send the sitter to you. Specializing in home, hospital, nursing home, and assisted living for adults. Call for details. 903-277-2191. Craving real Mexican food? Stop by Juanitos inside Vitro's Latino Store at 2106 New Boston Road in Texarkana. Stop teasing your taste buds and get your palate right with authentic Mexican food. Check out the fresh meat market, too, at Vero's. Help local business by looking local first. Every time you make a purchase from a local business, you are helping the entire community. Look local first. All righty, welcome back. 31 minutes after 5 o'clock, leaving the yard. Chuck, Zach, Tony, Kirk with you live here on... The Fan 107.9. We're going to hop on our phone this afternoon because joining us live, it's taking a little bit of uh, phone magic here, but I think we got it all working right now. Mo Williams is the uh, head basketball coach for the girls over at Falcon. He is joining us live and, and not far after getting win number 200 in the career last month. So first of all, congratulations on the milestone, Coach. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah, I've been... Uh... It came a lot quicker than I thought, but that uh, has a lot to do with the kids I've had, too. I've had some really great players over the last 11 years that helped me get to that milestone a lot quicker than 
than I had originally thought. Well, I'll tell you what, Coach, you'd rather it come quicker than longer than you thought. Yeah, that's absolutely correct. <laughs> your team is uh, flying high right now, uh, leading your uh, conference, 3A Region 7, uh, and are quickly approaching 20 wins again this year. What What's the magic going on in Falcon? As you said, not just this year, but the last several years. Well, uh, a lot, like I said, a lot of it has to do with the kids we have. Um, I've been really blessed with just kids that are dedicated. And, you know, we do basketball seven, eight months out of the year. We practice and play all summer. And all the kids show up, and if they're not practicing with us, most of the kids that I have are playing AAU or travel ball uh, somewhere. They're playing on weekends. And so we've got a group of kids, you know, 9 through 12, that just play basketball seven, eight months out of the year, and some of them play year-round. So that really helps me a lot as far as, you know, the kids are getting the the experience they need and the fundamentals they need and just as a group. You know, that pays big dividends for me as a coach when you got kids that are that dedicated and work that hard year round. Coach, system guy, you talk about being there a decade and we've got the system in place and everybody's playing it all the time. Are you a guy that every year uh, has to change it up according to the talent you have that particular season? Well, you know, when I first got to Falk, we. It was a struggling program, and it was my first job. So, you know, I had to learn as a coach, and I had a lot of good mentors around me, like Coach Cecily Butler at Genoa, you know, Mark Hamby at Bismarck, and, and you know, some, some coaches at college that I had and some coaches back home in high school that I still converse with. But I didn't originally run a system. Um, we always run a very up-tempo style of play. But about three years ago, we graduated some really, really great players and Taylor Harden and Mallory Oliver and Blake and Smallwood and just some kids that we won the region with and won some district titles with. And we graduated that group, and my seniors this year became the sophomores, and they had relatively, you know, very little varsity experience. And we, we couldn't score very well that year. We kept games close and – um, but we were getting beat like 35 to 30 and 38 to 35, and, and the, the scores were low, and we couldn't get out and go like I wanted to. So the following year, I had some seniors that came to me, and they and I had kind of mentioned, you know, running, this, running a system uh, to generate offense, and the seniors came to me last year uh, before the last year's season started, and they said, Coach, we just – we just want to win. We we will do whatever it takes. What whatever we got to do, we'll win. And uh, so I I started introducing them to the system that we run now, the five in five out, because I knew we didn't have just a stud offensive player, but we had ten to twelve kids that were all pretty even. And um, if they would play at max speed and play as hard as they could, we could generate turnovers. Uh, and force, you know, force turnovers and, and get some steals and get out in transition, which that leads to easy buckets. And so we had some really good shooters last year, and we still got some good shooters this year. And we just stayed with the system because the kids love it. It really just helped a group that couldn't score generate offense. And I know three years ago we were averaging 32 points a game. We just had a down year as far as offense goes. Um the following year averaging 54 and this year we're averaging around 67 um so the kids just wanted to stay with it they like it a lot of kids get to play they pull for each other 
a lot of camaraderie. We have high energy uh, games, high energy practices, and you know the kids just love the system. And so we just stuck with it, and we're probably going to stick with it for a while. Run five in, five out. Does that sometimes mean that you have to ask somebody that might should be a starter to be in that second unit so you have enough offense on the floor? How does that work as far as egos and all that? Well, that, that was the hardest part I thought that I would have would be selling them to the system because they're going to have to put some egos aside. But we had so much success last year. We went 26-7 and seven last year. We led the, the state in three-point makes. You know, we were second in conference and, um, you know, went back to the state tournament. But when they start, started seeing themselves as a group accomplishing all the the stats that they were accomplishing as a team, and it had nothing to do with the individual stats, like their our points production, our forced turnovers production, three-point production, all that stuff started showing on the stat lines. They just kind of bought in, and it became not about – getting individual stats but reaching our game goals every game to win games and trying to accomplish you know trying to have a good stat line as a team like we want to get 20 steals we want to force 25 plus turnovers we want to you know we want to do those things and play fast and get 70 plus shots up a game and became accomplishing that stuff as a team rather than well I want to get my 20 points or I want to get this and you're right we did have to we have kids in our second group that probably would that actually would be starters in our first group but we balanced the team out two groups of 10 and uh to balance the teams out with scoring and offense and defense and um you know obviously when it's a close game at the end of the game you know with four minutes left we're playing about six or seven to finish the game but um throughout the course of the game we're real balanced with our groups just to keep the pace high and i mean you know but you're right we do they did have to put some egos aside but the kids didn't seem to have any problems with that. Mo Williams joining us, the head coach of the uh, girls over in Falk. Any growing pains for you to, to implement a system that all of a sudden is almost like playing hockey? Shift in, shift out, shift in, shift out. Did that? It, it, it's a little different, isn't it, to coach that way? Yeah, and, and I, you know, I was explaining that to a coach yesterday. I was talking on the phone with her, and she was talking about how do you coach that. You, you almost have to sit back and do less coaching in the game and more coaching in practice, if that makes sense. you kind of got to let the system run itself within the game uh, for it to work. And, you know, part of the system is, you know, I know we're going to make mistakes and I know we're going to play at such a high pace that the kids will mess up and, and not do everything right. But, you know, as a coach, you just got to sit over there sometimes and just let them kind of play through their mistakes, which – I think it's helped our kids to play harder and more relaxed because they're not coming out for making mistakes. They're not they're not getting yelled at all the time. I'm you know for messing up because we kind of know that's going to happen. Um, but you know, as a coach, I mean, we get on to them and we yell stuff in the games, but we're not really yelling at the kids for messing up. And you just kind of got to sit over there sometimes uh, and put you know sit on your hands and just let the kids run the system and play the game. And that's hard as a coach. Because you just you're on pins and needles the whole time, but you know I've I've gotten better at it as, as in my second year doing it, and I trust my kids uh, to make the plays and make the decisions that they need to make. Um, you know, and in our shift changes, you know we're changing defenses. We're telling them what changes they need to make as a unit coming in, run this offense or 
uh, run that offense or run this defense. And so we're making our changes with our subs. Um, but, you know, as a coach, Coach Val, we trust our kids to run the system and make the plays. And, and for two years now, they've consistently done that. And so, you know, why do you, why do you, you know, think I'm getting better at just. Why, why do you Go think ahead. more coaches that have the similar kind of personnel you have, they may have 10 or 12 kids and no superstar like Tony asked earlier, why do you think more coaches aren't, aren't using what you guys are using? Um, I, you know, I've thought about that, and the, I guess the hardest part for me, and I, I would assume it would be the hardest part for other coaches, is you've got to let go of so much control within the game and just trust your kids. And, and as a coach, it's hard to let go of control. I mean, I don't know if any, any of you have ever coached anything. You Coaches want to, to control the game. And as a, as a coach in the system, you've almost got to sit back and let your players run the system. And you just kind of guide them throughout the course of the game. And you make some changes within your groups. But the kids go out there and, and make the plays. And so I think that's probably the hardest part. Uh, as a coach, and coaches not doing it, is just you just gotta trust your kids, and you gotta put them in situations and practice that they're not surprised by anything. And so our practices are intense; they're hard. Um, and I mean, they're ready to go home, and so games are almost like a reward for our kids because practices are so intense and so hard. I mean, like we today, we went for just an hour, and they're diving on the floor and. I mean, just getting after it. I mean, just wrestling around and running and, I mean, just kind of running our system. And, I mean, they're just beating each other up the whole time. And, I mean, you know, they're just – it's just a relentless practice for, you know, and so the games are almost like unleashing the kids to play the game and get the reward. And so – but I really just think it's just letting go of so much control as a coach that you have to do um, and just trust your players. Coach, uh, I'm a well, I know it's a very physical sport. Uh, aggressiveness is rewarded in basketball. Do you either have that when they come to you, or can you somehow get that into them to be physical, to be aggressive? Well, we were talking to our girls today about about that, just being aggressive, and and because we had our junior high in there with us today, and and a lot of times. A lot of kids do have that. They have that aggressive nature, and some kids are just have a real passive nature about them. And some kids develop that aggressiveness, and then when the, the game's over, they're they're sweet, passive young ladies. Um, and some of them never really get it. And and I'll be honest with you, the ones that never really grasp that concept of turning, flipping the switch, and being aggressive when it's practice and game times. They usually don't play on the varsity level. Um, it's usually just somebody passes them or they just, you know, they just kind of get put to the wayside by other players that have that mentality. But most of our players are pretty aggressive. And uh, if they don't have it originally, they're around so many kids that are that way. It's almost like they learn it. They learn to be that way. So I haven't really ran into that just yet, but I've only been doing it for two years. So I haven't quite had a group come through where I was just saying, well, this kid's never been aggressive her whole career and she's still not. So, you know, I'm kind of a trial and error right now in it, but I love it. The kids love it. And, um, our fans seem to really love it. We play in front of a packed house anywhere we go, whether we're on the road two hours away or at home, it is a packed house for us. So 
um, you know, we love it, and, and the kids love it. But Mo Williams joining us from Fountain. Now, you mentioned packed houses and anywhere you go. You took this, this, uh, this show on the road to Florida during uh, December. How in the world did that – how did Falk, Arkansas, figure out to go play in a tournament in Florida, and, and how would you raise the money to do it? And I'm, I'm, I'm really intrigued by the whole story about this. Well, um, we played at the KSA events, our Invitational, and they've got – they had four brackets while we were down there, girls, and then they had a JV bracket as well. Um, the yellow bracket was supposed to be full of, like, Teams with like maybe a Division One or Division Two players on there. Your top of the line bracket, um, your red bracket that we entered was your big schools, five A, six A schools. So we were the smallest school in our bracket, and we just filled out the application. And then we, you know, the the tournament director called us and was like, "Hey, what are you looking for?" And I just told him we were looking for co- competition. We weren't coming down there to to vacation and just have easy wins we wanted to play the big schools and and uh, we didn't care if we won or not we just came we were wanting to get better by entering the tournament and playing bigger and bigger bigger schools and better competition with you know more athletic kids than what we see in our small levels smaller schools but you know our our parents were great um we had about five or six parents that really headed up our fundraising um for about a year and a half and they hustled and worked their tails off and organized fundraisers like crystal richardson was a a big part of that sarah berry brandy hayworth christy attaway there were several more there's probably three or four more parents that really were were working hard and i hate to say names and leave somebody out but our parents i mean they they really made that trip happen i mean they really did we've got some great parents that support the kids support the program and it really wouldn't have happened without them and so i'm very grateful for for the work that they put in uh to get us to be able to raise that money to go because we raised around thirty seven, thirty eight thousand dollars in about 16 months and it had everything to do with those parents uh, and then we had a lot of businesses that, around the, the Texarkana area that donated money uh, to our calls and to help us out and shipped in. And then the foul community, we ran some bingo nights to raise some money. Um, so it was a community effort, uh, Texarkana business effort, and then just our parents just working. You know, Sue and Carol's was a big fundraiser for us. They did a pancake breakfast for us right there in Texarkana. Um, you know, so we had a lot of those. We had a lot of help from the community and surrounding communities. And did you get out of it what you were wanting? Yeah, we played. We played Lebanon High School out of Oregon. They're five A, and then we, the team we were supposed to play in the second round forfeited. And I really didn't get a great explanation to that. It was it was basically that they didn't want to play at eight thirty in the morning, um, and so. I guess they just the tournament director said, "Well, the schedule's been, you know, this is your date, this is your time to play. If you don't play, you forfeit." And so they forfeited, and so we just bypassed them and went to the finals, and where we played McDowell High School out of Pennsylvania. I found out they were the, the actually the biggest school in the state of Pennsylvania, and uh, they were seven and zero or eight and zero at the time that we played them. Um, and I don't know what they are now; I hadn't followed them, but um, we got to play two really big schools. Um, with good size, good fundamental players, and we managed to get by Lebanon. We were down uh, at halftime, um, I want to say seven or eight, and then in the second half, 
it, we got down 12 and tied it up uh, in the last, like, two minutes. We went on a 19-to-1 run to win the game, basically, against Lebanon. They got so tired, they couldn't get them down the floor with us anymore. And then McDowell in the finals, uh, uh, that was just – they were just a little better than we were, and we couldn't seem to get a shot to go. But they were a good team that challenged us that we needed to see. And then um, – they showed us some weaknesses that we had that we got to get better at. And then we went to Washita High School the next week, and we played Horatio and then Baptist Prep and Mount Pine. And Baptist Prep tuned us up pretty good. And, you know, um, they're a good team. So we've been trying to play some good competition um, this year. Uh, all right. So, and, okay. so I think we get Go ahead. I just think we got out of it what we wanted. You okay. know, we got to play better competition, and we went into the break and came out. I think we came out a lot tougher mentally from that, just traveling and being tired and, you know, playing constantly uh, just with that fatigue state. So I think we did get a lot out of it. Now, 3A, the top of 3A, is, is Bergman still the team to beat? No, they're not the team to beat. Baptist Prep actually beat them the next night that they beat us. Okay. Um, I think the number one team in the state is Lamar. Uh, I think number two is Salem right now. And I could have that. Valley Springs is in the mix. They're three or four. Baptist Preps moved up to five, I think. Um, and we're still hanging around in that top ten. But, um, you know, Bergman's ahead of us still, obviously. But but Lamar was in the state finals last year. I don't think they graduated anybody. And, and so, really, that top five to seven, those are all really good teams in 3A. Uh, and so, you know, I think we're still hanging around in that top ten. And we may creep back up into the top five. Uh, with a few more wins, but we'll see. Let's get down here. See if we can get the uh, cats down here. And uh, Texas, we'll get a big crowd together. <laughs> well, we're we're looking to travel the next few years. We've got a good group. We've got a good junior high. They're ten and one right now, and our senior high. We still are young. We've got a lot of juniors and seven sophomores on the team. And so we're looking to travel anywhere we can the next, you know, two or three years to play quality opponents. And it's not so much to look for the wins as much as it is to find teams that can really challenge us and, and help us improve to, to do well in our conference and our region. And, and hopefully we can advance the state with, with that experience. All right. Well, that's Mo Williams. I'll tell you what, we'll keep an eye on you. You guys get through a conference play and – We'll see the, a chance to get you back on. If you've got a few minutes available, we'll talk about the playoffs as you head for that and maybe a, uh, a shock to state uh, state championship. Yeah, well, we're, we're looking to do that. We got a, I mean, we got a lot of work to do before we get to that point. Um, you know, we got to navigate through conference first and then district tournament, and then uh, uh, we'll, we'll focus on that each game in front of us right now. We just got to take them one step at a time, like you said, and at the end of the year. Uh, we'll see where we are. Uh, I think we've got as good a shot as anybody, and um, you know we're looking forward to it. Mo, we thank you very much for joining us again. Congratulations on win number two hundred. Thanks so much for hopping on with us, and uh, we'll hold a spot for you, and we'll get you on here in another month or so. All right. Well, I appreciate you guys. Thanks for thinking of me. Appreciate God bless. you. You can good luck. All right, it's Mo Williams. He's a girls coach over in Falk. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. Last couple minutes of the program today here on Leaving the Yard. Zach and the Professor on the fan, 107.9. This consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. 
our community. Small business rely on us to look local first and your support is truly appreciated. Stop walking on worn out floors. Treat your feet to new carpet, tile, or laminate. For the best selection and best price, go to DNS Carpets Ashdown and Nashville. Find them on Facebook. UAPI 888-854-8274. Remember that name and number to get the most money for your vehicle, running or not. No hassle. That's UAPI 888-854-UAPI. Online, UAPI.biz. When it comes to insurance, don't settle for less than the best. I'm State Farm Agent Kelly Ashbrook, and you can get great rates and personal service from local people. Call me at 903-223-8100. Buy a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Help local business by looking local first. Every time you make a purchase from a local business, you are helping the entire community. Look local first. Hello, Arklatex. Mike Gillum here with Clear Sound Audio Video. Be your professional PA provider. We stock a full line of Electro Voice speakers, JBL, Mackie, Yorkville, and EAW. Whether it's concert, local band, or DJ, we have what you need. So stop by our showroom at the corner of Cowhorn Creek and Kennedy Lane. That's ClearSoundAudioVideo.com. back we got about two and a half minutes left it's about six minutes until uh, six o'clock tomorrow on kirk and company we'll start there chop's gonna be back and uh, return of chop chop buchanan will be back and get to visit with him uh, we'll have a lead talk and a whole lot of cowboy talk tomorrow well and tell you what since we uh, kind of got the le theme going even though he's not there anymore uh 600 win Robert Cochran joins us tomorrow at 5.30. This means he's old. That's exactly what it means. <laughs> Which, what's that say about you when he used to be like your student assistant? It means he's old, is what that means. That has nothing to do with me. That has everything to do with the fact that Robert Cochran's an old man now. You used to help you in your broadcast back in the day. Well, now, what did Cochran do for you? Did he keep stats for yeah, you? Yeah, he was stat boy. Did you call him that? No, I didn't call him that. No, I, didn't, yeah, he didn't, I didn't call him anything. I didn't even talk to him. It was Stat Boy. Just write, write that down over there. You got that wrong. That kind of thing. <laughs> it's before we had phones, thank goodness, or he would have had no stats right. He'd been looking at that phone the whole time. Yeah. But anyway, he's joining us tomorrow at 5.30, our dear friend, and uh, looking forward to talking to him. Haven't had a chance to visit with him in, in quite a while. Yeah. He's going to do coach talk. He's going <laughs> to sh- He's gonna tell us how he had nothing to do with 600 wins. It was all the girls that did it. Yeah. It's going to be that whole thing. It's going to be almost sad to hear it because we can already tell you what he's going to say. But he's still awesome, and we're still going to get him on, yeah. and uh, we'll, we'll spend a little bit of time talking to him tomorrow. Looking forward to visiting yeah. with him. Been a while. It has been a minute, yes. It's been a few hundred wins. How about that? <laughs> i tell you what, he's at a place right now in Winsboro where he can just keep it rolling. Obviously, mm. what he built at L.A. was amazing. 
then he uh, took his sabbatical like I did about the same time yeah, I did. Yeah, he, yeah. you guys left me, both left me at the same time. Well, no, you don't blame us for that. No, and I so, do blame you for that. And uh, then he got to Vegas and got jilted. <laughs> Came back and uh, took the love of your job, which yeah. is not a bad job. Oh, no, it's a good job. Uh, Very good job, actually. And, uh, but, the, but now we found the honey hole. Uh, oh, my gosh. He's in the honey hole. <laughs> It's a tough place to say no to the Winsboro job because it's, it's a lot of the things that uh, Coach Williams was talking about. He's got tough girls that are aggressive, and uh, they, uh, they buy in. It's not about egos. It's about wins. And, uh, and that's, that's Robert's system. What Coach Williams was describing a while ago was a lot like what Robert Cochran runs. It's very much like it. You're right. So success in both places. Falk, Winsboro, great talking today to Mo Williams whose uh, Panthers are just uh, rolling along. I, we didn't get a chance to talk about it, but he did an interview uh, last month and he's talking about trying to get to 30 wins this season, yeah. which is a big accomplishment. Big you get 30 wins big in deal. high school basketball, you are, uh, you're doing something right. So anyway, we want to thank Mo for uh, joining us today. Again, reminder tomorrow, it's Chop Buchanan tomorrow morning. We'll be back 5 o'clock tomorrow evening. We'll uh, carry you through part of the show, and then we'll uh, just step aside and let Robert Cochran have the microphone for basically the second half of the show. Because uh, he really doesn't need us once he gets going. Anyway, appreciate you guys hopping on with us today. Thanks so much for being part of the program. We're going to take it off and uh, come back in 23 hours. We'll do it again tomorrow. 5 o'clock right here, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor on the fan, 1079. You guys have a good evening. I see you're cleaning your rifle. Yeah, getting ready for deer season. Well, go to Miller Bowie Supply. They're the hunter's headquarters. Drawing the deer.